Hey, Road Trippin' fans, homage t-shirts are as ferocious as the dunks or bangouts Richard and Channing throw down from time to time, and their softness can't even be matched. Homage has been turning back the clock with throwback tees for years, from the NBA to the Ultimate Warrior, you know, the tee LeBron wore on the plane after leaving the Cavs, to its first title the city had seen in over 50 years. Well, homage tells the stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old school and creating new legacies. Go to homage.com, that's H-O-M-A-G-E, and pay homage with your favorite tea. Be sure to check out the NBA GM tees and one exclusively made for me and you. We're road tripping at homage.com. Welcome into another edition of Summer Road Tripping on the mics, the huge. You got Richard Jefferson, Chris Geeter McGee, Alex Curry. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. We've got Elwood making his way. That would be Richard's bulldog with us. <laughs> but also our guest, first rounder, number 30. Yeah. Fifth pick to the yeah, Utah Jazz. The last one. Yep. Josh Hart. You said the last one? The last one. The <laughs> last. Last. Oh, yeah. last one. Josh Hart to the to the Lakers. To Lakers. Why did I say Jazz? Did you say the Utah? Yeah, got traded because he was traded. Way to know your what. info. Yeah, That's pretty good. Can you cheers? Oh yeah, I got you. Cheers. cheers. We're in the Red Cup Lounge, so you really can't hear the. Yeah. You know, when I think of Richard Jefferson, I think Utah Jazz or Milwaukee Bucks. As oh, you, you should. Go. As you should help turn around those franchises. I was on vacation when all that was going down, so sorry. No, the Lakers though. How's it going? It's been good. Just out here trying to find a spot. That's really about the. About it. That's all I'm really doing. You want to live where? And Richard was like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I said don't, the marina. Richard was like, really? I don't know about that. Don't, so. don't do it. Uh, oh, no. I, I don't. It's, it's This is the thing. <laughs> this little area is the best place in the world. Hermosa, Manhattan, Redondo. And I know it's tough to find a spot. Do you know why it's tough to find a spot? Because everyone wants to live there, <laughs> right? Don't go to the marina. The practice facility is right there in El Segundo. You know, the airport. The, don't go marina. Try then, then it's a trip. Say I want to go to like. You don't need to go there. You don't need to go there. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I, I was born here in Los Angeles. If you, if I want to go to Hollywood, if I want to, you don't need to go there. The only place you need to go is to the beach, roam around this little town. If you want to go have a bar, you want to, you want to go have a drink. You want hang around here. What you don't need to do is be going all the way into <laughs> LA for anything. So you know what that means, Richard? You need to actually take him out and show him why this town is so amazing. Like spend a day here, do the volleyball thing, kind of show him around and why the bubble is the best place on earth. Well, I, that's no, no, I won't. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Richard, you've been in the league how long? 17 years. I find this ironic because for the first 13 years, you didn't live down here and we would beg you. So, but I lived in just, San, but I lived whoa. in San Diego, San Diego, and Santa Monica. No, I tried that for like like three months. But can we stop talking about that? <laughs> I want to talk about the rook. How's your ankle feeling? It's good. It's it's just about as good as new. A little, still a little sore, a little bit, but it's good. A lot better. Okay. I I just I don't. You know, how, how many games did you make it through summer league? 
uh, one or like three fours. <laughs> one or three fours. Hey, by the way, he had 16 in that game, and he I was cooking. I was cooking. And I didn't get the and one. I should have had the and one. Got it absolutely butchered. Yeah, I mean, it was he got a beating. Like First of all, James Worthy and I, on the replay, we were back in studio. We thought it was the knee. Uh, we went down bad. It didn't look good. We were thinking, oh, man, we're losing him for the year. So it was just it was, it was was good to hear that uh, it was only an ankle. Could you have played in the championship game if, if you really? I, I, yeah, I probably could have, yeah. but... Are you already questioning officials? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't set them up. That's not uh, nice. Summer league, summer league fit. Okay, the summer league officials are like, they are, they are working. It's summer league for them too. Yeah. Just it like it's summer joke. league for players. I, I, know I mean, it it's hard. To, it's hard to judge somebody when you give a guy ten fouls. It's like, all right, go out there and just hack somebody nine times before you file out. So I mean. Yeah, it's ten thousand summer league. That is insane. Yeah. That's not. I think when you get to like the actual wow. playoffs, it's like six. But like the first like three games is ten fouls. Obviously, it was a quick summer league then for you. But what'd you pick up yeah. right away? Um, the 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 pace for us, how we want to go. It was just get stops and get out and go. You know, if they you know get it out the net, get it and go. So that was probably like the biggest thing for me. But just that pace, I wasn't too used to it at Nova. You know, we would, you know, come down kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of, uh, uh, kind of. You know, like we, we ran Nine a little sets. bit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we, it was all really a lot of half court kind of grinded out kind of game. So the, the, it, it messed Don't. me up the first time. The first practice, I was like, <gasps> oh, see, see, you know what it is. <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that. So there's there's really two Wildcats, right? There's you know Villanova, kind of. And then there's Kentucky, but then the real Wildcats are Arizona. When's your last national championship? 90, oh. 97, but it, uh, it doesn't matter. I think matter. ours is like two years ago. <laughs> it's like two years. Okay. I, I like, like the young yeah. bucks. No, no but we all have scrapbooks. But part of, the reason, <laughs> part of the reason why you couldn't breathe is because who was coaching you guys? Judd Bushler, Wildcat. Fine. <laughs> Jesse Mermis. Who's your head coach? Luke Walton, yeah. So if you want to start talking trash about the Arizona Wildcats, oh, feel free. Really You're like, yeah, you might be able to throw one at me. Oh, cool. But, you know, I'm just saying that you you have a really good coaching staff, and these guys are going to do a really good job of, of preparing you and your team for the pace that you're going to need to play in kind of like this day and age in basketball because slow slow down basketball, there's only probably about one or two teams that can really pull that off. So, yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. Josh, the greatest celebration maybe in the history of the Summer League, Judd Bushler doing the self-water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that a great moment for you guys? It, it was. You know, we... We uh, doused him with water after the first win. Because you guys uh, were rolling two. Yeah. He was thinking he was <laughs> never going to get yeah, it. It was looking like it was going to be a short Vegas trip for us. But um, <laughs> we were able to turn it around. I know he was happy he got some wins. I think he was kind of under the hot seat a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah. What kind of potential do you see from this Lakers team? I mean, they are way overdue mm -hmm. to be back to being this powerhouse that they used to be. Did we just ask a rookie about potential that he sees? Yeah, he's just playing it. I was about to say, it's, it's tough for me. You know, like we said, it's tough for me because, you know, obviously I haven't been in this in this league, so I don't really know what it you know necessarily takes in this league to, to be successful and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, I like the, the energy around it. I like the young guys, the core that we have. Um, you know, we're, we're all – uh, you know, willing to be a part of something. And I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and we all have that mindset that we want to win. And, you know, when you have that mindset, you know, you, and, and you do the little things, you know, that that's where, um, you know, winning comes, you know, 
becomes you know reality. So you know, very very excited about you know the, this this young team and the potential potential that we had. You know, we just got KCP. You know, who's a who's a great player. Um, I think he's like 25. He'll be one of the veterans on the team, so that's kind of weird. But um, how old are you, Richard? 37. <laughs> yeah. he, was born, exactly. he was born three years, but three years before I graduated high school. Yeah, so yeah. my point is that. So we're very young, um, but I mean the potential, um, you know, is, is high. Are you one of those guys when you're watching Sports Center and you see RJ dunk? Are you one of those guys like, damn, Richard Jefferson can still dunk? Are you, or do you, do you expect a little bit? I mean, a little bit. <laughs> I've seen, I saw a meme on Instagram while I was going through my time before, and it was like him in his rookie year, yeah. and him and his like, it was like this 17th year, and it looked like he didn't age at all. So I'm like, I mean, you can't really like, like you're kind of surprised, but like, I mean, he looks the same. Yeah. So we have a very famous fantasy football league in the memes that go around that chain when Richard dunks because it's like Twitter seeing it for the first time every time he throws. I mean, he throws down a lot I, I of dunks, right? Like, he, yeah, people yeah, react yeah, like it's a... Okay, yeah. Yeah, for, for instance, I was, what was I third or fourth on our team in dunks. I know. With you LeBron, were... Kyrie, who else is there? Tristan. And Tristan. Tristan. Yeah. No, 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 no. Who was no, it? No, it was Tristan. It was no. So I was certainly third. wasn't Channing. I was third. You no, were third though. I was third. Yeah. It was Channing. It was Channing. Yeah, it was Channing. It was behind LeBron and Tristan. Bang out. I was third. Like, come on now. I don't want, but, but RJ, there's a few times a year where you have highlight dunks. Richard still That's has true. the whole like, and this drives me nuts as a football <clears throat> player myself, and we've talked about this, because he was such a dunker, instead of just staying wide on the break when like so Ron stupid. or Kai are coming so down stupid. with the ball, instead of staying wide and shooting the three, which a 37-year-old should do and what he always does every single day at practice, he will always creep <laughs> in and he'll bring his defender with him. Because- it's not about bringing the defender. It, there was a time and place in the world of basketball <laughs> when you ran for layups. Big not, James! You ran for layups. You didn't run. Like I went to the finals with two teams in New Jersey that ran for layup, Jason Kidd. So you don't, you like this whole... It's like if it's a three on one break, you can get a layup. Take the easiest shot. Why am I, I going to fan? That, why am I going to fan out? Always a three on one. Well, Sometimes yeah, I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> My only argument is this: when I see a transition, I want a layup. I want a dunk. You can't only get dunks when there's no one in front of you. You can still get dunks and layups. And even then, if you throw it ahead, you have a layup. If you don't get it, then you can kick it out to the guys. I don't understand the guys that just stand out all the way wide and go for and just shoot threes. That's not that's not my strong point. I can do it. It's not my strong point. <laughs> not my strong point. Um, so what what's been what's been if you're not, you're, you're, there's so many adjustments people don't understand as a rookie. And so I would say, you know, finding a place to live, getting acclimated to the city, all the summer league, all this stuff, it's going to be nonstop for you. Mm-hmm. But what's been kind of the, the thing that was like, oh, okay, this is what has to go on. Or I didn't know that I was going to have this much downtime or this much work. What, what's kind of surprised you since the day you got drafted, not pre-draft, but since that day? Uh, how much taxes I got to pay? That's probably the biggest thing. <laughs> it's a whole yeah. I sat down with a payroll lady. I was like, oh, let's go. Let's see, let's let's see how much I make. Yeah. She said, yeah, you get this. I said, I get what? <laughs> I was like, nah, nah, you got, that's a, this is the wrong person. You got to flip yeah. to my, yeah, to, a couple to more my, yeah, my pages, you know. But I mean, that and the downtime is a little, I mean, I can just tell now, obviously I'm still trying to, you know, go out and looking at different kind of spots and kind of that that sort of thing but I mean the downtime seems kind of weird because college it was so structured it, it was like stuff. you woke up in the morning had a lift 
went to class, grabbed a bite to eat, had practice. And then by the time you're done practice, it's like 7 o'clock. And it's like, all right, you know, I got like a finish the paper. Then that's about it, you know, because at, at Nova, you know, we had to do all our, school, our school work. So you guys you were an academic institution. No breaks in that one. Yeah, so, well, you were a four-year guy, too. Hey, man, that was a lot of, a lot of long nights. So I just yeah. procrastinated. But yeah. hey, it is what it is. Did you, gra- did, did you graduate? Yeah, graduate. Congratulations, Thank man. That's you. awesome. Yeah. Luke told that. me a great story. Your your coach, Luke Walton. We went back to Arizona in April to MC an event together, mm-hmm. and we had the cameras and we were rolling and we were in a golf cart going to the gym. And and he, and he said that when he and Rich, when he and RJ were at Arizona, there was a student center. It was a big outside area. I don't know what it is. It has a certain name, RJ. And Luke's like, yeah, we were always there. But then I would have to go to class and RJ be like, all right, I'll, I'll be here when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, so we were roommates and we had every single class yeah. together. So it was like we were roommates, had every class together. Then we would go to practice. And it was so funny because we both played the same position. And there'd be one day he would kill me. Coach would be like, Richard, blah, 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 Lute Olson, Hall of Fame. He just murdered me. And so we would not talk to each other like the whole day, <laughs> be pissed off, not talk to each other in class, whatever. And then... Next day, I'm focused. I'm ready to go. So then I'd go at him. Coach would be murdering him. And then it would just be, it was just like a never ending cycle with me and Luke. So like sometimes I had to not go to class <laughs> just to get a break. You know, that was the only break I, I got. I wish Coach Wright would go for that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Good luck. Oh, man. Yeah. But that's why you guys won the national championship and I lost in the national championship. So um, can we know. talk about that? How, what was that game like? Uh, I actually got he a still noise, doesn't believe I got a noise it's, it's, violation. We were in, we were talking about this. The Cavs were playing the Bucks the next night. And so we were in Milwaukee. The at night that before. restaurant? No, I was in my room and the, the walls are a little thin at the Fister. And I screamed. <laughs> oh, I jumped, I jumped. And then I got a knock on my door. They're it's like, one of the best. Uh, I'm like, do you know games. what's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one of the best games, college national championship games. Oh, for they sure. Yeah. In a long time. I don't like, when they talk about the the best games, one the the tip dunk that was the semis. That wasn't the finals. Uh, the NC NC State. Mm-hmm. So I think that might have been the that it, I think it is the best national championship game of all time. I mean, there's great ones, but for sure, two heavyweights too with phenomenal players on both sides. And for North Carolina, I mean, uh, what's his name H- hits the three, and it's. Chris? Oh, no, Marcus Page? Marcus Page. Yeah, yeah. And it's an insane three. Double like the double, mm-hmm. pump. double pump. Oh. And you're thinking, and then Nova comes down and executes just perfect. I mean, it was, it was a pretty amazing moment, man. Pretty amazing. Yeah, what was it like for you? It was, it was crazy. I mean, I think we gave up a 10-point lead with like three minutes left. So. Yeah, y'all were choking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was, a, <laughs> it was a struggle. But, um, I mean, I was at the – when Marcus shot that, I'm at the bottom of the paint. You see me. I'm over there battling with Isaiah Hicks. And then I just look up, and somehow he you know, he buried me under the rim. So I'm, like, looking right, like, through the rim. I see the ball. I'm like, yo, there ain't no way this goes in. And it just goes in. It's just cash. I'm like, oh, man. So we all just go back I up. I mean. That, that, let's, let's, let's just stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's been talked about. It's been talked about. And I know this. The game has been talked about. The, 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 the shot has been dissected where you were. That's not what I want to know. That's not what people want to know. What I want to know is what was the next week at school like after y'all got oh, back? 
Oh man, it was absurd. What was that week like? Nobody was going to class. Nobody was going to class. There we go. Tell the truth. It was a Monday night, so class got canceled Tuesday. Class got canceled. Basically, class was really canceled like the whole week. Uh, the you parade, know, the all that stuff. Parade was on Friday. Wait, every- they have a parade for yes. Yeah, we, 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 like, we got back. Like yeah. I'm when you get back, there's people at the airport every time. What? Yes, and this was yeah. 20 years ago. We had wow. escort oh, and everything. We had a send off to go to the final four. They put people in the baseball stadium, and we went out, and they were all cheering, going nuts on our send off to go there. When they won the national championship of Arizona, they had a parade through the whole town, and then they met in the football stadium that was packed. Like that's what it was. So I, you know, again, your school is, you know, you guys have a rich tradition. It's a little bit of a smaller school than mm-hmm. Arizona, but I could imagine what that was for the next yeah. week. There's I wish I was like there that. the night of. That would have been absurd. I just saw videos of it, people burning things, people climbing up on on street lights. They shut down all, like, the big street in, in Philly and in Nova, like Lancaster Avenue. Yeah. They shut that down. And I'm like, dang, I wish I went out there and hung out with them for a couple hours. And the disappointment from the year before, right? Mm-hmm. We all remember the flute player. Yeah. Oh, the gal crying. was just balling. Oh, yeah. You guys oh, yeah. had a shot to win it that year. And was that second round or was that Sweet 16? The second round. Second round. So the disappointment of having probably the best team in the country, then to come back yeah. and do it was probably pretty sweet. Yeah, it, it, it geez, you good. stayed there four years. How many chances How do you want to give that guy, man? You know, that's, that's a good point, RJ. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I had three shots at it. We were I number, stayed five years Yeah, we Richard. were number one seed twice, number two seed once. Richard, like, will like, you ever get over that? No, I will never, ever, ever. Even though you, know, you won an NBA title? What? No, I have, I, have, I, have a, I have like a real ring here if you want to see it too. I have oh, one of those also. You don't forget though, like my national championship game was May 8th, 1993. I remember it and every time May 8th comes, I text my boys. I mean, it's it's devastating. No, you never forget that. Just like you'll never forget that. No one cares about men's volleyball. Yeah, no one we were in the championship game. But I remember mine. Lost UCLA. That was one of the most exciting games I think I ever watched, and it's, and it's cool because the whole world was watching mm-hmm. all all basketball. I'm sitting there next to Braun. We're all screaming, watching the game. We couldn't believe the 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 shot from Carolina. The next thing you know, you know, they come down and they just when it's in the air, it looks good. It was a beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. And no, no, you guys really were the first ones that kind of started that year because mm-hmm. it was you it was guys. It was the Epic Sports area. Then it was yeah, us, it was crazy. Then it was right. Chicago, 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 yeah. and, and, and then you had the Super Bowl. And then you had the Super Bowl. So it was like you guys really started that. that to me, and if you go. There wasn't a better sports year, Mm-mm. or you have to find me one in the last. Like, and I'm not talking about individual performance. When you're talking about championship performances, you guys hit a game-winning shot. We come back down three-one. Um, Chicago baseball comes back like down three-one, and, and then twenty-eight-three uh, yeah. Atlanta. New Amazing. England. Yeah, and right. I love that the NBA is off that night of the national championship. Oh, we know so better. We don't want a single compete. person. We don't want to compete. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, I want to know though because. When you win a when you win a championship of some sort, that initial moment, like right when the whistle blows or right when the bell rings, I know Richard cried. Yes. When I won my national championship, I peed my pants. Like I just <laughs> did. You really pee your pants? I did. I peed my pants. Mm-hmm. I That's, just like wow. there I mean, was I so really much. Say that out loud. Oh, it was hilarious. She's told people before. What was your like initial like that moment? Like it ends and like all that just emotion and energy just comes to a peak. Um. I honestly don't even really remember. I mean, all I remember was tackling Chris, and then after that, it was just like 
it's basically like on cloud nine for like the next yeah basically like the next <laughs> the rest of that year really but um <laughs> i mean i hugged i hugged the the lady in our basketball office alicia who who davidson who just runs everything for us and i think before that our freshman year me chris jenkins and daryl reynolds um always like yeah we're gonna you know we're gonna take you to a final four so then we did that, and I was like, all right, we did that. And then we won the national championship. So I was just – me and her just had a good moment there. Um, I think that was really about it. I don't really remember too much because it, it was a blur. It was so much going on. Man, I would have never left Villanova. You, you ain't paying for a drink the rest They're of your kicking life. kicking me out. I, I, <laughs> I don't got a choice. Got some kind of master's How program. How many years do you want <laughs> – first of all, the new league that he is in – is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty yeah pretty you good. win one there. It's he, okay. he goes from Nova. <laughs> he goes from Nova to the Los Angeles Lakers. I think he's doing all right for himself. <laughs> as long as he doesn't live in the marina, he's going to be doing all right for himself. Your head coach did great. Yeah, himself. yeah. yeah. Um, he did. So, what are you thinking? What? 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 This is rare. It's very rare to have a rookie. And, and for us, we started this podcast during the season just because we wanted to talk to players. We wanted to kind of hear stories and crack jokes and just in a real, real casual form. And all of us are fans, uh, not only basketball, but just every sport. But it's this is an opportunity that's in front of you. It's an opportunity that's been presented to you after four years. And very rarely do guys go four years, get drafted, especially to a great franchise. Like What, what, what are your goals for this year? Um, I obviously want to get on the court. That's, that's, that's a, a great that's start. The biggest thing. That's I a mean, great start. You know, obviously I can be like, yeah, I want to be rookie of the year. You know, all rookie team, blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, I gotta, um, you know, make it so I'm, I'm, I'm on the court. So yeah. I'm making playing time so those goals can, um, you know, become a reality. So, um, my biggest thing right now is just getting better and being on the court. You know, mm. th- that's the. The, the biggest thing for me right now. Right. Was there a team as a young kid growing up that you watched that you loved um, in the NBA? It was, it was actually the Lakers. Um, I loved the Heat when D-Wade was there. D-Wade was my favorite player. So um, this down and then. You know, he just left last year. You said like when he was there. Like I mean, we're like, like young, <laughs> young D Wade. Like, oh, yeah, when D Wade was yeah. there, it was like, like say, he's only been gone six no, months. No, no, no. I, I like Heat versus Mavericks. Now, he, yeah. now he's Dwayne Wade. Oh, you know, oh. I like D Wade. Oh yeah, but you know he's a little past that now. Um, Is that who you feel like you model your game after? Um, a little bit. Um, he was definitely a little more athletic than I am now, <laughs> unfortunately. But. Um, you know, it was just those kind of teams. I, I started liking when I got to Villanova, and we started, you know, how we played and everything like that. I really started looking at San Antonio and I started to really like what they were doing. So I guess it was really like those three teams that really kind of, you know, grew up um, cheering for Wizards a little bit because I was in DC, but. Those are like the main three. I would love for Rich to answer this too, but I'll start with you. Who will be that guy? Will it be D Wade that when you're maybe matched up with him, you're like, shit, this is D Wade. <laughs> like, who was it for yeah. you, Rich? Maybe, maybe you give your answer first. I, I'll tell you this. So my, it was Nets and Knicks, and um, I wasn't. I, I knew basketball. Obviously, I was a basketball fan, but I was a West Coast guy. Loved the West Coast, so I get drafted by Jersey. Whatever. Um, First summer league game we're playing against the Knicks. So I'm sitting there nervous, right? Nervous. First time because you go summer league Mm -hmm. and you have like the summer league jerseys. So the first – and then you have your practice jersey for all training camp. So the first time you actually put on a real NBA jersey in a game situation is your first preseason Mm -hmm. game. I'm not talking about pictures and stuff, but like when you're really going. So it's the first time you go in there, you put in a jersey and, you know – 
coach looks down the bench and goes, Richard, you got carry. So I, I go, it was Kerry Kittles. And I look at him like, Villanova guy. Yeah, so, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Who cares? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, he was like, who, 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 who am I guarding? He was like, you got Spreewell. And I was like, oh, oh. I was like, did he just, did he just get out of jail or something? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, the guy's on a work release program. That's the first guy you want me to guard? Holy shit. So, yeah, so that was my first. So I was like, that's the guy you want to put on the, the 21-year-old rookie? You want him to go guard? Okay, I got him. And then I realized he can't go left. He could, like, you might as well cut off his left hand and arm because he can't go left. And, and that's one of those ones where you start to kind of, that was my first kind of jump in of like uh, a moment where you're, I respect him. He's an idol. He was a wing. And that was back in the day where there was kind of still kind of a legal defense where they would just put you on an ISO and a wing and just tell you to try and stop a guy. Mm-hmm. And and he, he was impressive. So who, who would be that guy for you? Um, I guess probably would be D Wade. Um, but I think that would all be before the tip. You know, once I get in the game, you know, all, all that, Oh, this was who I panned my game after. This was my idol. All that goes out the window. You'll still have a moment. I promise you. Yeah, I probably will. You still have a will. moment. Like, you won't, it'll be, moment. You know, it'll, it'll be a moment it'll like a to yourself. Moment. To yourself, yeah. like you'll look at it and you're like, I'm really yeah, in I'll this moment. Yeah, I'll probably run back and be like, damn, this D Wade. And people don't. It's not fear. It's not. It's not a fear factor. It's not a like you're scared. It's just more of like you're in the moment. Like, yeah. oh my I mean, god, this is like it's like you watch like you watching him from like for like. Your Eight, whole, nine, yeah. ten years, yeah. and then you like you're on the same court with him, you know, competing against him. You're like, dang, like this. I'm here. Crazy. It's got to be a feeling like, of like accomplishment. I mean, you have mm-hmm. obviously a lot you still want to accomplish, but like kind of Richard said, like even to get to the NBA, mm-hmm. it, it's rare. You have something that a lot of people wish they could, yeah. you know, have. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy, especially with my path to how we do it. You know, now it's like the era of one and done. So you know, us us four year four year guys are a little. Um, rare, but you know, once you have that moment, you know, once you're on the, once you're on the court, like you said, once you put that jersey on, and it's and it's actually go time, and mm-hmm. it's not just, oh, let me take a picture here and there. And when you're actually <laughs> playing, you know, you're gonna, I, th- I know I'm gonna have that moment. I'm just like, I'm just look up, like, dang, like this is, you know, this is what this you is dream real. about all the time. Now mm-hmm. it's become reality. You'll always yeah. have that moment, mm-hmm. and and, it, and it, it it comes and goes, and it's here and there. But again, I'm 17 and. And I'm sitting here in the NBA Finals again last year. Uh, and it's like you're closing your eyes. I'm saying my prayer during the national anthem. And then it's just like you open your eyes and you're like, holy shit, I'm in the NBA Finals. And here I, I'm like, I'm on my way out. But it's still, it's just so surreal. And never lose that. Never lose that joy, that that respect, that love for the game where it's expected. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. It's whatever. It's like, no, man, I love my job. Like, this is, this is amazing. Like, this is what I dreamed about. And the fact that, you know, I get an opportunity to do it. Don't don't ever lose that because it will go away, and it will very quickly. You're going to be laughing at some young guy, and you're going to be ten years in and twelve years in, and uh, it, it's a it's a different it's a different vibe once you get a little bit older. And because of the run you had with the national championship, you'll probably be surprised to see how many guys respect and know your game. It was really cool. We mm-hmm. had Big Shot Rob Ori in here, and Big mm-hmm. Shot Bob was sitting with you where RJ's where I was, and. And Rob started telling a story about Rich's rookie year. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, oh, Lots I've been a fan of, of yours. He's like, he's like I, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. That's what Rob tells Rich. He's like, you probably don't remember, but you were shooting free throw when you were rookie. And I, and I walked up to you and was like, you got robbed for rookie of the year. And mm. it was interesting because like, Rob, this is a long time ago. Yeah, and, yeah. and he was telling Rich that story. So what a cool moment that probably was for you, RJ. But how many guys watched you guys oh, win yeah. that game? Like yeah. Rich said, LeBron, everyone's Every, watching that game. Allie's getting game. noise complaints. You know what I mean? So everyone knows who you are coming in. It's kind of cool. I, I'm not, I wasn't even a Nova fan. I was in that moment. No one is. wrapped up in that moment. Because I'm from Ohio, so I'm I'm a Buckeye. I'm sorry. But I was like, holy, and I let it out a little little bit. Yeah. What? I-O. Here we go. Here we go with this shit. Okay, so to win the national title, that's what, 40 games? Yeah, that was my our 40th game. Are you ready for an NBA season? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, that was it'll my be longest fun, season. It'll be a fun yeah, 82. That was my longest season, and it's not even half an NBA season. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be... And then you add the playoffs to it. Yeah. And that's whoa, whoa, another... Let's not get carried away now. What? LeVar, anyway, LeVar said even... the Lakers are <laughs> going to make... LeVar, Who said that? I don't LeVar. know. Fuck that. <laughs> Fine. What? We'll see if you get fined. I was, no, I didn't say fuck him if you want, because I said fuck a lot of people before. And nothing and happened. happened. Nothing happened. happened. I'm so, surprised. I'm not saying fuck him, but it's like he's basing this off of what experience? His wealth of college basketball knowledge? I was using it as knowledge. a segue to see what it's like to play alongside his son. Well, there, that's a good segue. Because it was Go Lonzo ahead. Mania out, out in Vegas, it right? Was, I mean, yeah. it was it was the vibe. It's only Lonzo Mania because of the the hysteria that his father mm-hmm. has created and it's a great business Smart. and they're and Laker res- fans and I respect it process is, is, is amazing respect the way he executes yo he's like a basketball Kardashian like he yep. is he is drawing so much attention to his family and his team that it's just they're, it's amazing they got a reality show coming mm-hmm. And he's been around here. He's been on the Hermosa Pier. He's been in Tower 12. Yeah, Those Tower the, 12. I, if people keep talking about Tower 12. Been, been, it's like I bungalow. Haven't been, I haven't been there yet. It's fun. Wait a but second. He was there the other night. They have a reality show coming? Well, they're, they're, uh, they were talking really? about it. Really? Yeah, it's on Facebook. Uh, yeah, the Facebook does. is starting to do original programming. What? And they were talking about, yeah, they were talking about him and his whole family doing a reality show. Of what? Of basketball, Reality. I don't know what is what, the, what were the first episodes of the Kardashians hanging about? out? Nothing. See how crazy it's going to be. Like, if, did you like, have fun playing with him? Yeah, I mean, it was fun. Yeah. You know, he passed for his point guard. Um, his passing ability. Well, I didn't get to play that long with him, but you know, the, yeah, what you, what you, yeah, I got to play a, a game in three fourths with him. Yeah. But, hey, Robert uh, Ory said he played two games with Jason Kidd, and it was the best two games. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> But see, the way, you know, he, he, he passes the hell out of the ball, you know, and he, he makes some passes. You just look at, you know, you look at your teammate yeah. like, yo, how the heck did he do that? I mean, so it was good. And, like, and him as a kid, I feel bad for him sometimes because, like, he yeah. gets so much um, criticism and that kind of thing, obviously, you know, with his dad. But just him as a person, he's a great kid. You know, me and him, cool, we kick it. And it's like, you know, he's a regular 19-year-old kid, you know, the same that I was. But he's just under such a microscope. You know, it, everything he does is viral. Like we were on the we were on the bus one day. You know, obviously I'm with Rock Nation, so it was right after it was when Hov dropped it. You know, four four four. So I'm like, yeah, this Hov Jones, bu- you know, bumping, blah 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 blah. And then we all got into argument about, you know, who's a better rapper. And I was saying like Hov and J Cole got like more, you know, yeah, yeah. that has content. I don't yeah. just like all the random stuff. So then they were talking about like Twenty One Savage and all them. So he was like, you talking about uh. The album Issa, I think is it is that what it's called? Issa? Do y'all know what it is? 
By who? My point exactly. Anyways, yeah. So. So I, was like, I was like, the fact that someone said Twenty One Savage. I just, <laughs> apparently, I, he writes I and turned, does his own hip hop. Did he tell you that? Off that conversation. I don't, don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so then I was messing with him. I was like, you ain't going to tweet that it's better. He was like, well, yeah, well, I was like, do it. He did it, and it went viral. Everyone was tweet like people were tweeting about it. People were Instagramming about it, and I'm just like. You know, this is just some like meaning like, us me you know just messing around on a bus yeah. and it goes viral. I'm just like, man, he, but, this but, kid has a microscope. But there's a good lesson there. The lesson there is you're all under a microscope. Yeah. And anything that you do will stick with you. And you have to be careful who you hang out with, who you associate with. You know, I, I people people all oh, don't ever forget where you come from. People all oh, don't always keep real. Don't believe any of that shit. Don't believe any of that. What you need to do is you need to put yourself in a position to better your life, your family's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I say that from the perspective of, like, understand that you're under a microscope. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get guys that are always trying to keep it real. That's why my, one of my favorite segments is the old David Chappelle, uh, Dave Chappelle is, like, when keeping it real goes wrong. Because it's so fucking true. My son today, he spends all day on the beach. <laughs> on the way back he's crying because he wants a coconut water now those are the type of kids i used to want to beat up when i was growing up but now that i'm in a position that i can put my kids my, mm-hmm. my son that's what he wants he wants a coconut water and you're just sitting here like dude if you say kombucha one more time i'm gonna slap you right <laughs> and it, and but it's it's true so i i, I say that from 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 this perspective like you're under a microscope understand that I don't know. I don't know too much of your background, so I won't pretend to. But if you got boys that are trying to be knuckleheads, if you got friends, if you got family members that got crazy ideas, avoid that. Because mm-hmm. when you hang out with people that have nothing to lose, they will help you lose what you have. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, it's a valuable lesson because you guys are under an extreme microscope and not just him. The minute you become a Laker, the minute you get that Jerry West on your chest everything changes. Mm-hmm. It's all about you. It's not about representing your school anymore because you can't just bounce around the schools. When you get to a team, you can be traded from team to team to team. But once you are in the NBA, it's about you and your, and I, they say brand, but it's about you and representing yourself and putting yourself in the best position you can to be successful. That's a great point, Richard. I actually just heard an analyst like two days ago say that it takes seconds to mess it up and a lifetime to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Lil That's Rich. a whole What's nother. going on, man? Yeah. Yeah, Lil Rich. <laughs> Lil Rich is in the building. Speak, speaking of one mistake. Hey, Lil Rich, come here. Come here. Come here. Hey. Okay. See, Lil Rich. The Lil- whole fam. Come here, Lil Rich. Yes, we are yeah, recording. We are. We've been recording for Effie, we hear you. Come here. Effie, Effie, how much does Rich talk about the podcast? Oh. So this is what when you're in the Red Cup lounge and all of a sudden the kids wake up. Come here, little Rich. Oh, you got a yogurt mustache. Come here. Come here. You want to you say, what did we talk about? What did we say? Come here. Stand up here. Nice hair. You, you kind of look like that guy over there. Hey, uh, what did we say? Curls. Let's go what? Let's go Cubs. Let's, Let's go, go Cavs. Cavs. The Cavaliers, right? Let's go Lakers. Yeah. Let me hear you say it. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs. The Rich. One more time. He plays for the greatest franchise in the history of basketball, the Lakers. He's wearing a yellow shirt, so that's Yeah, he knows. He's a Laker fan. Nah, it's kind of, it's kind of, Let's will go be. Cavs. I mean, it's not really say yellow, it. but. Let's go Cavs. You got to yell it. Let's go Cavs. Are they the Cavaliers? Yeah. Say the Cavaliers. Let's go Cavs. That's weak. 
We gotta start a kitty I mean, podcast. I don't think you really believe it. I think it was a little more late. She oh, said no, this, and it. now we've got oh, Lil Rich. He it. Oh, I've seen video of him down on the floor. Rich will send it to me and hey, be like, "Hey, don't worry. He's been on yeah. the stage when when uh, we won a championship. Yeah, he was it's there. cool. Let's go, Cavs. Now get out of here. <laughs> All he knows <laughs> is rings. <laughs> what are you doing? He's you need like more? his dad. You need more he likes what? the mic. You need more? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Cavs. Let's go, Cavs. Let's go, Cavs. Nice. You got to yell it, though. You can't whisper it. Let's go, Cavs. Yeah. Good job, Little Rich. All right, buddy. You got to go. Look at RG. He's like, go. all right, man. You're Jasper's taking too much of my go. mic time. Hey, man, we got to keep. Hey, I was talking about how much you love coconut water as you're drinking, like, <laughs> antibiotic free Sieg's yogurt drink. Organic. Yeah. God, you're softer than baby poo. God. <laughs> I know. Yeah, um, he's got his iPad. We'll talk later. Josh, we talked before this because um, you're so familiar with road tripping and our 20 listeners from all across <laughs> the world. Um, I'm sure they're interested, though, to hear a little bit more about you and your upbringing. Wait. Your upbringing, what it was like. Do you got sisters? Do you got brothers? What's... Yeah, I mean, I have I have a sister and a brother, both older. Um, uh, my mom, my dad are just two kind of hardworking people. They grew up in St. Louis, moved to Maryland in like the it was like '87, I think it was. They were kind of like, all right, we're moving, we're moving here for like six months, so my dad could do culinary school because he's a chef. Mm. And like 20 years later, they they were still there. So um, they're just two kind of hardworking people. You know, my dad is someone of high character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we never really had much, but he he, you know, they always made the best of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, always taught me like not to you know not to quit. You know, um, be a man of faith, be a man of character. Do they um, have names? Yeah, but yeah, you give us names. Uh, my my dad's name is Moses. Uh, my mom's name is Pat. Um, my brother's you know Moses, and my sister's Amy. So, you know that's you know that's kind of what I grew up in. Um. You have a connection to the baseball world too, correct? Yeah, so my dad's uncle is Elson Howard. So, um, dog seems a little tired. You good, bro? Oh yeah, Elwood. Elwood. Elwood can't Elwood can't do much. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, he's got a torn his yell. He's all messed oh, up. Oh my guy, my guy's been through so much. He had an inner ear infection. He's all banged up. Poor yeah. guy. So, so man, you meet a Moses, you know it's a G. I mean, it's, oh yeah, he's... Moses. Come on now, man. That's a Wait, did did Moses cook for you guys too? Uh, off and on, cause like yeah. he cooked all day, so he's yeah, like, like I, I'm coming back and just throw some, you know, throw something on the grill or something like that. So I mean, there'll be days where he'll, you know, really throw down and be like, dang, this is good. Mm-hmm. The other days it's like, so you're not gonna cook, huh? Right. <laughs> I mean, so that's kind of how that was. The real question: Can you cook? I can cook a little bit. I, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, I can make five, you know, five star meals, but you know, I can, I can live on my own and. It's called Chipotle. You're fine, man. (laughs) Chipotle. I'll tell you the spot. So there's Whole Foods ready-made section. Then you go Chipotle. Chipotle is a go-to. A go-to. Then right down the street, there's a spot called Lemonade. It's amazing. You're going to want to go there because you're not going to want to live in the marina. Trust me, you're not going to want to live in the marina because this is the thing about the marina and what we were talking about. Well, what if I want to go here? Here, if you live somewhere kind of in this area, you can walk that's to true. everything. If that you're in the marina, true. that's the only down part of the one building I was thinking about. I, I'm just I like, could, dang, I, I can't. Know, man. That's I what teams like, used drive. to say, right? Marina yeah, we said marina. There was like about? the cheap because there was the Ritz Carlton and then there was a the Marriott. When I was in college at Arizona, we stayed at the Marriott. Then we stayed at the Ritz. 
Uh, but there's not there's not a lot of spots. But here there's just so many local spots. Mm-hmm. Gumtree, great spot. Uh, there's another spot that you're gonna have to go to. It's called Soho Yoga. It's right down the street. <laughs> it's not. That's my yoga you're spot. You're looking at the yeah. owner. So yeah. that's he how, owns it. That, that's how my. That's how. By the way, my, I was there at six thirty this morning doing sculpt with how Christine. Was, who who did Christine? Justin, yeah, it's great uh, class. Comerford, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's amazing. Amazing yoga teacher. Uh, but yeah, no, don't do Marina, man. Richard, I'm you. Uh, Josh, yesterday we podcasted with Lindsay Vaughn and she's mm-hmm. like in the midst of her like tough regimen preparing for the Olympics in February. And she's talking about how two a days, five days a week, no drinking, nothing like real strict. And Richard, what was your... What was your advice? Whiskey? I said whiskey helps embalm my body. That's how I'm able to do what I'm able to do for so long. But let me give you some. Let me. <laughs> let me His manager sitting behind him like. Uh. Nah, let me give you some unsolicited advice. One, you can never work too hard. Mm-hmm. Right. As a rookie, you can never work too hard. There's going to be multiple moments where you're just like, what the fuck? I'm so tired. We, we still have basketball. We still have practice. You can never work too hard. Two, always listen. Always listen to everybody. You weed out the bullshit, but always listen to everybody. Three, if you want to get on the court, the number one thing that you need to focus on is defense. Mm-hmm. And I, I, again, I don't know too much of your game, but if you can play defense. All Big East defense. It'll play go there. three yeah. minutes will turn into five minutes. Five minutes will turn into 10. 10 will turn into 20. 20 will turn into 30. If you play defense. Mm-hmm. After that, yeah, the rest is just kind of bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying, as a, as a rookie, because they want to mm-hmm. be able to trust you. You're a four-year guy, so you're more seasoned than most, mm-hmm. and that's going to be a great advantage for you. But if you play defense and you know everybody's position, you know what everybody's supposed to do, you know everybody else's job, these are the things. And, and there's always guys that will complain about, oh, I'm only playing 10 minutes a game. Well, 10 minutes can turn into five, mm-hmm. right? But if you take that 10 minutes and be like, how can I maximize this 10 minutes? 10 minutes can turn into 15, 15 can turn into 20. So that's just some kind of, you know, unsolicited advice that I would give any rookie in any situation. And it's stuff that was told to me when, cause I, like I said, I was very, very fortunate to be a rookie and be like the sixth, seventh man on a team that went to the finals. And it was only because I had guys like Lucius Harris, uh, Aaron Williams, uh, talking to me, Jason Kidd hitting me in the back of my head when I used to argue in film session and stuff like that. You still uh, do that today. What? You still do that. Today. I still do it. And it's a part, of, it's good to know when I think about it, that that's what I used to do just in general, just argue with people. Uh, but no, no. If, if you do those things, man, it will help you and it will help you a long way. But I think you have some fair coaches that will give you an opportunity. So um, that's just the bullshit unsolicited advice that I have for you. Any questions you have for Richard? So we asked about my, my, uh, my, I guess my week at school. What was your, what was your time like? Because obviously <laughs> when y'all wanted, because like obviously, you know, we want, it was the NCAA, it was like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's not the the biggest stage. Y'all went on the biggest stage. So I know it was crazy. What you know what it was? Cool. I got. I got to know this. I'm gonna be honest, man. Really honest. You remember? I I remember because I I soaked it all in. And let me tell you, (laughs) I soaked as I tried to retire. Let me tell you this, man. There's no greater joy, and I'm mad because I won a state championship. I went to Arizona. They won the national championship in the '97, and I was one of the first recruiting classes after. So my goal, I wanted to win a national championship. We got to the Final Four. We lost in the national championship, but that was my goal. And then as soon as I got to the NBA, my goal was to win an NBA championship. I wanted to win on every single level so I could have that experience. So 
to get to finally, after going my first two years, then going again, that was my third chance. And we were down. So the whole experience was not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. We're down 0-2 and it's not looking pretty. Then we win one. We're doing all right. Then we go down 3-1. Not looking pretty. We win one game. It's 3-2. They're like, ah, whatever. Still not looking pretty. Can I yeah. tell you, stop you really quick? Go ahead. Though, when you guys were down 3-1... I know as player, I think as players, you felt this way too. The vibe on the flight after for, with a team who's down 3-1, having to go back and win in one of the toughest places to win at Oracle, the vibe on the flight there was the most calming situation in place for oh, yeah. a, a team like that. that well, we, be, we believe, this is what we believed. We knew we were going to have to win one game in mm-hmm. Golden State. And it was, and I was, I think I was the first one to say it. I was like, look, if we win game five, it will go to seven. Yeah. Because our fans were amazing. We'd only yep. lost one game at guarantee. home and that we kind of bullshitted a little bit. But fast forward, whatever. So we get to game seven, little Rich, everyone just heard him on the mic. He was in the building. Uh, everybody was in the building and it's back and forth. It's up and down. We get it done. And it's just afterwards, I'm in tears because it's been my life's work. And then the party starts. Mm-hmm. We go to Vegas afterwards. And when I tell you... One of the NBA guys, like the like head guys of the NBA, saw me in the hallway as the team is getting on the, the bus to go to Vegas. And he looks at me and he goes, never has a team playing a party in Vegas after winning a championship. It was the most genius like, celebration I've ever a, seen. There was a, genius. a, a crowd waiting in Cleveland at the airport for <laughs> you guys to land at like 9 a.m. And then they get word that they That's have to it. wait uh-huh. until noon because the team is going to Vegas. Hey, they waited all those years. They were going to stick around, right? Oh, <laughs> and, they did. And, and this is why we went to Vegas and in our defense. So if we go, if we go and as soon as, cause it's like, you don't want, you don't want San Francisco is shit. You don't want to yeah, stay in party. You, can't, you, can't yeah, party San, San you don't want to stay in party in San Francisco. It's all warriors fans. There's no place. What are you going to do? Yeah, Whatever. You're going to get no love. There, there's no love. It's bullshit. Yeah. I hate the town anyway. <laughs> uh, so one of the things that people don't realize is that so if we would have left right away I don't care where she's from where are you from you can oh, yeah, she's from you, that you, be, I, I said San Francisco that ain't Oakland so what are you but still what Oakland people do not associate with San Francisco and that's the truth thank you that's why you guys are pissed off and they didn't want the Golden State Warriors to leave and go to San Francisco and they didn't want them to be called the San Francisco Warriors keep the name so don't, don't question me on this I got the you. running joke with Richard is put a quarter in him in Hill. I'll keep talking forever. <laughs> so if we would have, if we would have stopped, if we would have stopped in, if we would have just gone right after the game, after an hour or two of taking pictures with the trophy, it's cool. It's awesome. If we would have gone straight to Ohio, we would have gotten there at like five in the morning. So we needed to go do something and kill five hours so you can have that no moment. No place to kill five no, hours. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 45 on the way. It's on the way. Yeah. You kill five hours. And this is what they said to everybody. And one day we'll have to get a couple of guys on here and talk about that trip. So we get off and our, our, uh, our trainer comes, Steve Spiro. Uh, Boston guy, Trump supporter, no one likes him, comes back, uh, comes back to the back of the bus. He's like, guys, okay, it's it's one fifteen. You have to be back in the morning. On, it's one fifteen in the morning. You have to be back on the bus at or, or at five a.m. 
be professionals. We need to get back at five. And everyone's like, ah, get the hell out of here. But we know because at this point in time, like especially for all the guys in our situation, we all want to soak this in from top to bottom. I'm a, I would consider myself a bottom guy because um, I wasn't one of the stars or studs, but I am also a 15-year guy. So if we need to be back here at five so we can get back there for whatever celebration, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's mayhem. But it's like, you know, this is when you see JR pouring mm-hmm. champagne on waitresses awesome. and it's going all back and forth. Does he have a shirt or not have a shirt? He does. He, he oh, has he a shirt. He didn't wear a shirt. But, but you don't, but you like don't tattoo weeks. yourself for 100 hours and not want to show true. them all That's off, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't see any ink on you. You got any tats? No. Nah, no, give it some time. So <laughs> no, so we get back. We, we, we hang out in Vegas and it's awesome. Everyone's like, oh, was it a party? It's like, well, we were on stage. It was a celebration. But when we got back to Cleveland, Man, it was it was a fire was a, trucks had it was the water fire trucks. Hoses. It was a hot day. It it was amazing though, man. And and I'll tell you this. So the next like week, oh, was a blur. We were partying. We were drinking. We were we were enjoying. It was Deli's birthday. It was Deli's beer pong. birthday. We had beer pong at his house. I'm Snapchatting it, and it was just it was over the top. Do you know how many people were in attendance for your parade? Nothing like this. I think ours was probably like seventy five thousand. They, their bad. school, it's your school is how many people? It's a small eight thousand, ten thousand, yeah, like small, six thousand, yeah, six thousand, yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Real, like our school has like thirty thousand people at it. Like it, it, it's a small school, respectfully. Um, Carrie Kittle's my guy, Malik Allen, my guy. Mm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Villanova supporter uh, from <laughs> from the outside in. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's. It, it, it was it was awesome and the, and the party lasted we went to the SBs. I was so drunk at the SBs. I still got the <laughs> SB right there like, the- there's an SB right there that I stole from the from the event that most people don't fully realize uh, is still we up there you know what's cool we oh yeah you guys we were, were at that I've never oh, seen yeah. you guys there yeah. yeah you guys weren't as drunk as we were though <laughs> no no unfortunately not yeah. let's think about it he played one of the greatest college national championship games and, and you for sure played in one of the best NBA finals the best series but keep ever. going we well, you know when you want it the best game in Cavs history, in my opinion, Game Five. Oh, epic! What two you guys, guys did going, in two guys Game going for Five, 40. Epic. but just it, to go on the road against the team that had the best record in the history of the NBA and do what you guys did—I don't care if Draymond played or not—it didn't matter to me. The fact that you could go and do that—that's when you won a championship. And and to me, that was like when you look back. At least as a Laker fan, you always look back at like moments of championship games. Where you're like, that's the game. Game Five, Seven, of course, is is legendary. But Game Five. Well, you need it. Only that. champions can do that. You can only, yeah. that, it, it takes a All special All you had to team. do was look at LeBron. Is that I, that I, that's the that's reason why I'm still playing, to tell you the truth. Because it's just like, I, I truly, truly feel uh, that we have the best player on the planet. And he is such a good teammate. And he will put you in a position to be successful. Part of the reason, and Ali watches every game, part of the reason why I was third on our team in dunks was because we run backdoor plays, lob plays, oh, and you LeBron. Reminds you, and no, and no, but I'm saying LeBron is the one passing that yep. ball. This is not random dunks throughout the games and random lobs. It's a lot of set plays by T. Lou. That's one of his best at it. And people don't expect for you to be throwing lobs to the 37 year old. But uh, no, I, I, I'm only still playing because I am playing yeah. with him and Kyrie and Kevin because. I can do my job. That was one of the things that we talked to Lindsay Vaughn about. She was like, well, you don't, you, and I was like, no, Lindsay, I'm not, I don't go to the gym anymore and dribble and do dribbling drills for 45 minutes. I'm not doing that. What do you guys need me to do? When was the last time you shot a basketball? 
Game six for five. When did we lose? When did we lose? When was the last time we lost? Yeah, shit. And it is July 22nd. No, but first of all, I've been working out, played I'm a five kidding. setter of volleyball in the sun today, getting ready for six, man. Uh, that was intense. Uh, Geeter wasn't there because he's on a different team now, Fletch. It's Team Soho now. You'll learn about six, man. If you want, I'll give you my information. I'll bring you out. And when you see what goes on at six, man. Was this volleyball? D- yes. You're gonna be like, well, yeah, I don't it. live in, the, I don't need to live in Marina. I'm with it. Yes, oh, yeah, really? he'll be on our team. Yeah, it'll be hilarious. So, yeah, um, yeah no, man, that that that's it, it. It was amazing. It wasn't a week for us. It's a, it's just like a month. It's a month yeah, party. It can't it can't just be a week. No, no, it, it, it's a month party. So, all right. Any other any other uh, questions you got? I mean, I guess for me. You know, I guess I'm the older rookie yeah. uh, of the group. I'm I'm, tw- I'm 22, going to be 23. Um, I mean, what what's like the mindset? You know, because obviously I won in high school. I won, you know, in college. Uh, but, I, you know, I haven't been on this level yet. Like, what is like goes into the mindset? Obviously, you know, the, the BSO, you play hard, blah, blah, blah. But what's like, you know, the mindset of how you be successful in winning this league? Well, it, there there's a process, man, and the best thing that you can do is pick people's brains. Mm-hmm. Best people, you know, and you have Judd Bushler who played with Michael Jordan, or, you know, a, a, as your, as your, um, a, as your summer league head coach, you got Luke Walton that played with Kobe, was around Carl, played with Shaq. Like these guys constantly picking their minds. It is, it is exhausting, but getting to the gym super early, watching film every single day of your stuff, what should I do? And then the confidence that you have in yourself, believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you go to the gym and you shoot 800 shots, you shoot 500 shots, whatever it is, you'll step into any shot. You'll step into any moment with so much more confidence. And it's like, even if your teammates are like, oh, this motherfucker was two for 12. Yes, but I'm fucking working harder than you. So like, I have the right to go two for 12. Or I have the right to throw a couple turnovers because I'm out here busting. And it, there, when I say that is not from an arrogant standpoint, it's more of if you put the work in and you put yourself in that position and you're a positive individual, you'll be able to build a leash that allows you to either make mistakes or have good games, bad games. But there's going to be peaks. There's going to be valleys. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Understand that this is a fucking job. Mm-hmm. And every time they draft a guy like you, a guy like me is looking like, well, shit, he wants my job. And for 17 years, I've held off young players like yourself and understand that there's going to be guys that won't be happy for your success. There's going to be a veteran someplace that, not not in a disrespectful way, but it's just be like, there's always changeover. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's going to be another guy next year that they're going to draft that's trying to take over your job. I, I always joke with with Trey Burke, who is a great young player. You know, he struggled to kind of find his way, but... The year after they drafted Trey Burke, who was all rookie team with the eighth pick, they drafted Dante Exum. Mm-hmm. And the year after they drafted Dante Exum, they brought in, um, God, I can't remember the can't, the Brazilian kid's name. But it was like they're constantly, um, God, what is his name? Nico, Nero, Nico? I can't remember. Excuse me. This is going to, uh, it's, it's, it's a bad spot. But point being is that they're always going to try and get better. They're trying mm-hmm. to be, they drafted D'Angelo Russell, traded him away because Lonzo Ball became available. Yeah. Right? And it's like, look at that. You drafted a point guard with a number two pick, and the number two pick came two years later. You drafted another point guard. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be constantly trying to get better. Irreplaceable. Everyone is replaceable. So how hard you work, try and be irreplaceable. 
and be like, oh, we, we, we don't want to draft a two-guard because he's just going to eat him up or he's just going to destroy him and that'll be a waste of a pick. Let's go get a small forward. Mm-hmm. Let's, go, let's, go get a, let's go get a center. Let's go get a power forward. Let's draft some because you want to build, you want to build confidence within your team. And there's going to be moments, man where you're going to not believe in yourself, not in a, in a, in a lack of confidence way, but like, shit, I, I haven't hit a shot in a month, but you got to keep working. You got to keep doing all those things. And sooner or later you'll break through. And just like anything, just like any job, once you kind of get a rhythm, you know, keep having fun. I think one of the important words that you said really quick was process. And it's like so cliche, but it's so real. Like why is, or what is the process? In terms of like when you guys say that over and over, I mean, we hear all the time. LeBron is like a big process guy. But if you cut a corner, if you shortcut, you pay. There's nothing worse than being in a moment thinking if I would have worked harder before I got to this moment, I'd been all right. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe you're out of shape. And there's going to be a moment. And it happens to everyone. Maybe you were out a little bit too long, right? You're out and you hadn't played in a week. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden somebody tweaks their ankle. And next thing you know, you're in that moment. And if you would have been rested, if you would have, you know, sometimes like, man, well, coach ain't going to play me anyway. I'm going to go out and hang out with my boys and just kind of bullshit. Man, I didn't go to bed till five in the morning. Next thing you know, somebody tweaks their ankle in the first quarter and they need you to play. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a moment where it's like you, ha- you have to fight that I'm going to keep being a professional waiting for that opportunity or when that opportunity presents itself, I'm going to be able to hit it because I prepared myself constantly before and it's tough man but i will tell you this and this is the part that i'll leave you on and let ali close out is every year 30 30 guys are drafted every year there's another guys there's 15 guys in the second round so if there's 500 and something nba players 400 i don't know what the number is but if there's 45 guys every year turning over, mm-hmm. that means 45 guys this year will be in the NBA. And, and then there's... they added the two-way contracts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's saying, 20 more. Yeah, and what is more. two-way contracts? I don't even know what that means. It's something like half in the D-League, half in the Oh, okay. It's, it's, I was trying to figure out what that would mean. Complex, but, but think about it. If every year there's 45 guys that have a job this year, that means that last year there's 45 guys that that are out of a job Mm -hmm. and that cycle will never ever change. So you literally have to fight to get out of that spot and to stay out of that spot. And some guys do it for eight years, nine years, 10 years. I've been blessed and fortunate to do it for 17. I'm kind of bragging, but um, you know, (laughs) who cares? But I'm just saying though, think about that. When you put that in perspective, like, yo, next year they're going to draft another 40 guys. And if I'm not doing my job, if I'm if I'm bullshitting, if I'm not working out, even injuries can add to that. There's gonna be they're gonna keep drafting every year, free agency, all these things, and even European guys coming over, stuff like that. So you can't work too hard, you can't put enough time in. But if you do that, you stay humble, you stay hungry, man. Good things will happen for you, man. Yeah, you've already proven well, you can be a champion. Richard. He's already proven he can be a champion. I yeah. got one more question before you close this out. Oh, what the hell do you got to nah, say? Nah, that tattoo, I'm not sure. Uh, what shoulder? Which, which is is that uh, faded? The RJ one? That shit's sexy, right? <laughs> so I'll tell you this. Uh, it doesn't you. look as bad a person. No, On TV, no, it, look, no. it looked no, real questionable. Let me tell you. What is that? Let me tell you about this tattoo, right? So uh, people that have listened, uh, our 12 I'm listeners. I'm so glad you brought uh, this Our 12 up. listeners, right? <laughs> So I got this tattoo on my visit when I was 17 years old, right? Sorry for having balls when I was in college. 
and I'm eventually going to get like a quarter sleeve, but there's lots of people. And once you get to the NBA, you'll see there's lots of people with bad tattoos. I just haven't covered it up with flames and a seat. <laughs> don't, don't take a tattoo picture of my tattoo. Like, yeah. But yeah, there's lots of guys with bad tattoos. They just cover them up with shit. Uh, I, I remember uh, Marvin Williams, who's my guy, ultimate professional, played with him in Utah, uh, dunked on him when he was in Atlanta and now is in Charlotte. But he has a tattoo of like eat, sleep, and shit on it. Like, like I'm talking about like of like a of like a little like uh individual person like a stick figure right oh, oh yeah so it's, it's just like a person sitting on a toilet a person sleeping in a bed and then a person like playing basketball oh <laughs> you can't cover yourself Richard, if you ever put that on your body i would never talk to you again. but I, that's not true but i'm saying you can't cover yourself <laughs> in sleeves with poetic things jr nonstop. no jr didn't he's got clowns he's oh, got so like he's, no got, way he he's got decepticons and he's got uh i asked jr it, how many tattoos he had and guess what he told me what did he say three Three. Yeah. They're all one tattoo. It's all blended <laughs> in. Oh yeah. You got this. You've got this, and you've got this. Well, I still have this. Like, okay. I have a stop sign tattooed on my hand. Yeah. Ask. Hey, Josh. Ask him what that stop sign's for. It's supposed to get me to stop drinking, but it doesn't. <laughs> and, so, and so I just laugh the whole time while I'm drinking, and then I drink more because I'm laughing. But the stop sign is really, really funny. That's kind of yeah. That's hilarious. Rich, yeah. You know why that is, right? What? It's because it's below the bottle. You can't oh, below see the bottle, it. I can't see it. Once I tilt it, I can't see it. But yeah, once I you finish it. Like, yeah, once I finish it, I was like, oh, oh damn it. Man. I was supposed to stop. Listeners, that was our wonderful uh, sound engineer, Mike, chiming in. Thank you for that. Mike is amazing. Mike, you need to chime in more. So I told you, Mike, you can talk more. So There's a Allie, mic there for a reason. Yeah, there is. But I like to let Richard talk. Thank you. Thank you. Go <laughs> he ahead, He appreciates Al. it. Yes. All right. Well, once a guest, always a guest. Just so you know, we don't have only 20 listeners. We're approaching um, 3 million Downloads. We love you all. Downloads. Yeah, all across the world. So, so, so. almost 3 million people are going to hear me? Hey, no, guys. no, not 3 million people. Calm down. Oh, downloads, we've had 3 million true. total downloads. But we, we, we average about 100,000. Got to put that out there. Yeah, so about 100,000. Yeah. And we probably reach we a little like bit. 100,000 followers on Twitter, Instagram. Can we do that? Well, I'll tell you what. If you tag us, we'll tag you. What's your media? What's your social media? Josh Hart underscore three. I got to kind of change the three because I'm five now, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't kind of change it. It's just. Yeah. I mean, I wanted Josh. Someone has Josh. I wanted Josh Hart. Someone has Josh Hart. Might do like Cinco. Cinco's cool, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it looks Spanish. So no, no, I mean, no, it, it fits. I, number five. I, yeah, you're, in, you're in California now. I kind of think about it a little yeah, bit. No, yeah, no. Yeah, you know, I just, you know, the, that's, why, that's, why you, that's why you always got to be a little weary about putting numbers next to your, yeah. your social media thing because it can change you. I was I was 44 my whole life till I got to the NBA. Yeah, it's all Corey Brewer's fault. Yeah, yes, damn three. Corey Brewer. Well, yeah. once a guest. Even wore three anyway. Oh, but my fault. Go on. No, you're all right. Once a guest, <laughs> always a guest. Good luck in a Laker uniform, despite being drafted first by the Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. Any other time that you want to come on? Any other time you got questions for Richard? He's yeah. an open book. Yeah. No, I, no. At this point in time, now that he's done us a favor by coming on our podcast and talking, he's just another guy that's trying to take a job from me. So fuck him. That's a valid point. Um, and vice versa. <laughs> vice versa. Yes. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. I got a lot of respect. I gave the kid tons of knowledge. You're right. But the biggest piece of knowledge that you should take away from this Red don't Cup Don't let a 37 year old bust my ass. You, you know, yeah. That and don't live in the marina. Don't live uh, in the marina. Don't do that. That's true. Yeah. But do what you have to do. There's harder, harder spaces, harder times to find spots around here, but this is the best place. And mm -hmm. so, you know, the light skin Ken Cuddy um, is ready to go. Um, Allie, you're ready to go. Ready. Mike's ready to go. 
Well, thanks again. Good luck. Thank you. Unless you play the Cavs. All right. All See right. you next year. That's another yes, edition of Summer Road Trippin'. For Richard Jefferson, Josh Hart, I'm your host, Doug. Hey, Road Trippin' fans, don't forget, we are working with the t-shirt company that you may have seen around, Amish. They're the ones that are responsible for LeBron's Ultimate Warrior shirt and many of the college designs you see on tees. As they pay homage to great moments in sports and inspiring stories, go check out their NBA GMTs at homage.com. You're sure to be inspired and we'll get a kick out of their special design of Richard and Channing. Get them while they're still in stock at homage.com.